What's up, guys? It's Luke. I hope you get a lot out of this awesome message. Today, I'm going to be talking about authenticity, what it's like to be an authentic Christian, what it's like to be an authentic person of God. What, we're going to first go over what, authentic, what authenticity really means. It's being true to yourself, being honest and genuine with who you are. It's being the same person in private that you are in public. So are we doing the same things? Are we telling people, I use, my kids don't always like me using them as examples, but this one's okay. My daughter, who's 22 years old, has never seen an R-rated movie. That's something she prides herself on because she doesn't want her eye gate to be open to that. Now, if she's telling everybody that, but when she's in her room on her computer watching R-rated movies, she's not living the same life that she's telling people she's living. So that's the things we gotta be careful. We're telling people things, what we're doing, how we're living, that's how, we're, that's how we need to live. That's what an authentic person is. Your private life matches what your public life is. You're not hiding behind a mask. You're not waking up in the morning thinking, I know Aaron said this a while ago, what mask am I gonna put on today? What am I gonna do? Who am I gonna be today? You're gonna be the same person every single day. That's what an authentic person is. It's super hard and it's super uncomfortable to be comfortable with yourself when you're not living who you are. And there's kind of a silly story. I own a toy store. And about three years ago, this little kid came into my store. It was right after Halloween. He was dressed in a, toy, a Buzz Lightyear costume. Super cute. Month later, kids dressed in a Toy Story costume. After Christmas, the kid's dressed in a Grinch costume. March comes around, he's dressed back to, to Buzz Lightyear. This goes on for two or three years. This kid's in a costume. And I asked his mom, I'm like, why does he always wear a costume? She's like, every single day he wears a costume because he's not comfortable with who, is he, who he is anymore. He's, put on, he's been wearing a costume for so long, he's not comfortable with who he is. So it was kind of sad. Great story. Two years later, he's not wearing a costume anymore. But it's the idea that we do the same thing. We put on a costume, we put on a mask, and then we don't even know who we really are. So it's super important to not put a mask on every day, to be who God created you to be. I'm gonna say that again. To be who God created you to be. God gave me some funny stories, but I won't tell that one. Um, I watched my son struggle with this. My son is 23, he's married, great guy, love him to death. When he was going through high school, junior high, he was on fire for God. Got into high school, things changed. People. You know, you meet people, you try to be like other people, you try to fit into certain groups. It wasn't until his junior year that he realized and he got a deep relationship with God that he was able to be comfortable with who he was. I know some of you guys are struggling with that now. You want to fit into the right group. It's the beginning of school. Where do I fit into school? Where am I going to, what group am I going to be in? Who am I going to eat lunch with? Who am I going to sit with? It's tough. Be who God created you to be and things are going to be okay. It might not look great. You might have to sit alone sometimes, but that's okay. God will help you out in those situations if you are authentic. So we're going to cover two points today. Two main points are what it looks like to be an authentic Christian in today's society. And point number two, how do we go about doing that? How do we go about living that out? So the first one is what does it look like to be an authentic Christian? So if you have your Bibles, does anybody have their Bible? Yay. So we used to do in our old youth group, if you brought your Bibles, you got candy. 
only if you bought your physical Bible. And it's amazing how many people brought their Bibles when you got candy. This is middle school and high school kids. Maybe we should start doing that again. This is the great thing. I love the smell of my Bible. Just things about it, you know. Is anybody here a big reader? I am not, but I take my daughter to Barnes and Noble all the time, and she gets a book, she opens it up, and she smells it, and it's just a great thing. She, this girl has about 3,000 books. It's amazing. It's, it, it makes me look good, so at least something happened, you know. But it's the idea that she, and she cherishes her books. She doesn't really like to lend them out because she doesn't want people to bend the spine, but she really cares about her book. I care about this book so much. I don't ever want to lose this book. If I lost this book, I could, someone could steal my car. Someone could, you know, break into my house and steal my computer. I don't know, whatever else I have a value, as long as I don't steal this. Because I got a lot of notes in here. Everything, ever be, everything can be replaced. The Word of God. I know I can get a new Bible, but this Bible is awesome. All right, Romans 12. Enough about that. Romans 12, 9 through 8, 18. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love, in honor giving preference to one another, not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing steadfastly in prayer, distributing to the needs of the saints, given to hospitality. That's a lot right there. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be the same mind toward one another. Do not set your, your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. This one might hurt someone. Verse 17, repay no one evil for evil. Repay no one evil for evil. Have regard for good things in the sight of all men. If it is possible, as much as it depends on you, live peaceably with all men. I could just be done right there. If we can live that out, we'd be in pretty good shape. But what does it all mean? What is, about being an authentic Christian, it's a lifestyle that we live. It's living out these things. It's living, loving without hypocrisy. My, knowing what is good and knowing what is bad, that's one thing but doing what is good and not doing what is bad. That's an authentic person. That's a real person. So we get put in situations. This is, a, this is a, um, something I used to talk about with my kids. So you go to the movie theater, and you're going to see the Barbie movie, because that one's out. Who's seen the Barbie movie? Hilarious. Ryan Gosling should win an Academy Award. Yeah. Anyways, so you go to see the Barbie movie. And you get there, and one of your friends, because there's always one person, so you have a, we're going to pick on you guys. This whole group goes there, and one of you decides, let's go see the R-rated movie that's playing in the theater at the same time. They'll never know. Are you going to go to see that movie? Or are you going to go to see the Barbie movie that you told your parents you were going to go see? Go see the Barbie movie, yes. Plus, you're going to enjoy it a lot more. But that's the kind of thing. When you're put in situations, what are you going to do? If you're living out what God's called you to do and you're an authentic person, that pull on your heart's going to be like, I can't do that. I might get away with it, but that's not, how am I going to feel? Do what you say you're going to do. That's true authenticity. As we look through the scripture here, 
abhor what is evil, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Be kindly affectionate to one another in brotherly love. Do we love people for who they are or do we love people for what they can do for us? I want to be at that place where I love people for who they are in all situations. I'm, I'm guilty. I, I'm human. There's sometimes I don't love people the way I should, but I strive every day to try to love people the way I should. I work as like the general public comes into my store. There's some people that are not very nice. It's hard to love some people, but I go out of my way to try to love people because it's, it's, it's better for me. It's incumbent on me to love them. That's my job. That's what God's called me to do. Love them, it says right here. Love one another with brotherly love. Patient in tribulation. Does anybody like to hear that one? Patient when things aren't going well. Isn't it amazing when you see somebody going through something crazy and they have patience and it's not affecting them? That's so amazing. I love my wife. My wife, sometimes things happen. It's funny, our roles are flipped. I used to be the most patient person in the world and now it's her. So things will happen. I'm like, okay, what are we going to do? Oh my gosh. We just got the thing back from the, from the school and it says it's going to be $3,000 more. What are we going to do? She's like, don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. And it's usually a phone call and things get taken care of. But I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? My first reaction sometimes when it comes to financial things, because I, I, I go, oh my gosh, how are we going to afford this? What are we going to do? And my wife's like, don't worry, we'll figure it out. And it always works out. But it's patient in these crazy times. This is something I wrote down that's how do you become a or how do you become an authentic person? It's your daily actions. It's what you do today. It's what you do next week. It's what you do the next month. It's something you build on. You don't just become a pay, uh, an authentic person by doing good things on Tuesdays and Thursdays. You do it every single day, and it becomes part of your character. You live out a lifestyle that reflects who Jesus is. That's how you become authentic. That's how you become real in who you are. People notice when you're doing something good one day and bad another, and then you're trying to tell them to do something good. Can't be hypocritical. I'm going to talk, there's two examples. There's two people that work in this youth that are authentic Christians. Well, there's all the people that work in here are authentic Christians, but two people really stood out in my mind when I was praying about this. You guys know Rob? You know Rob? Yeah, Rob's a pretty good guy. Well, about a week and a half ago, Rob was standing up here on a Wednesday night, and he read, actually, I'll read it. He read 1 John 2, 5 through 6. But whoever keeps his word, truly the love of God is perfected in him. By this we know that we are in him. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. And then he sat there and he said, his goal is to live like Jesus did. He's doing a study on who Jesus was, who Jesus is, and how Jesus walked when he was on this earth. And he wants to be that way. He said, I don't want to get in arguments with my wife. I don't want to, I don't, I want to love everybody the same. I want to be kindly affectionate. I want my life to reflect Jesus in everything I do. And he said he's going to make a mistake because we're all going to make mistakes. But he wants to live a lifestyle that is different than everything else, that is different than the world. He wants to represent what it says in 1 John. He wants his wife to know that he's, a, he's an authentic Christian, that he's a man of God. He wants, wants his desire is for, for people to see that in him, that his walk with God is so powerful that the world can't change who he is. And it, it blows my mind. I kind of joke with, with Luke and with Aaron and, and Rob. When I grow up, 
I want to be just like them. Because I didn't live my life in my 20s like they do. And they, they are amazing men of God. They live, they live their life, they live their life for God in every aspect, and it just it resonates. It just brings joy to me seeing it every time. But Rob's someone who stands out to me. Sandra. You guys know Sandra. Sandra's awesome. Sandra is such an incredible prayer warrior. <laughs> I got a text from her, a voice text of a prayer that she sent, that she had for me about a week and a half ago. And it brought me to tears that she's out there taking, you know, what Jesus did. Jesus, after he did all his miracles, after he met with everybody, he separated himself. Sandra separates herself and goes on walks and is praying. And she's, she's seeking God and she's asking God and she's praying to God. And she gets prayers for, for a lot of the leaders and she, she sends, I'm sure she sent you a prayer too, and, you know, at different times. It's amazing. That's what it looks like to be authentic. That's what it looks like to be a real Christian. Somebody who not only prays, they're not praying for themselves, they're praying for others. And then not only are they praying for others, when they get something, they're sharing it. Because a lot of times we're gonna get a prayer for somebody, I'm like, I don't wanna tell that person that I, that I got that. It's kind of weird but she's bold enough and she's strong enough in her faith that she has no problem. I don't know Sandra very well. We're, you know, we, we met here. She's, we have a couple mutual friends, but I got a text and it blew my mind. That's what I want to be like. I want to be able to do that. I want to be able to, when I get prayers for people, to be able to get on the phone and call them and talk to them about that and let them know that's not my strength. That's not one of my strengths. It's going to start something. It's something I'm going to start trying to do because that blew my mind. That's what a real authentic Christian looks like. So we've covered, all right, doing okay on time. We've covered what it looks like to be an authentic Christian. Now, how do we go about doing that? Anybody have any ideas? This is the first one's pretty simple. First and foremost, you might not have ever heard this before. We need to know our word. We need to read our word. We need to study our word and we need to talk about our word. So it's read our word, know our word, study our word, and then actually talk about the word. Because it's one thing, God doesn't want a bunch of private Christians that read his word and just sit back and, in their house and do nothing. I love the fact that I'm in, I have two men's groups I go to. Um, I don't know why men's groups have to be at six o'clock in the morning on Friday, but that's just the way they are. I am because, you know, whatever. But anyways, that's, <laughs> that's here and over there. But I love going there. I went to a men's group many times. This men's group that I'm going to, 6 o'clock Friday morning, there's 22 guys there sometimes. There's 15 guys. There's always a bunch of men that are hungry for God, and we read our word, we do a study, and we talk about it. And we talk about our lives, and we talk about things that, we don't normally talk about. One of the guys in the group, been a Christian his, his whole life, he said he's never told people, never told another man that he's loved them before. But we're, we're so deep in relationship now and we're talking and we're breaking things down that he's now, it's something I do normally. Because when you let God take over you and let, let take you over and you read his word and you study his word and you know his word and then you talk about his word. How many of your conversations throughout a day revolve around Jesus? Yeah. Went out to dinner last night with my wife and I with another couple, and I just love the fact, we talked about our families, you know, you talk about your kids, you talk about jobs, talk about other stuff. 
but we did a lot of talking about who Jesus was in our lives and things that Jesus was doing in our lives. That's what I want you guys to be able to do. When you're sitting around, it's great to be able to talk about the sports. It's great to be able to talk about what's happening with your, your friend groups. That's important too. It's great to have conversations about that. But do you talk about Jesus and what he's doing in your life? You ask your friends questions about what Jesus is doing in their lives. That's how you become someone who, who knows what, who Jesus is and you're authentic in that it is. But ask questions. Ask questions of your friends. Ask questions of your leaders. They make fun of me because if I showed you my text on my phone, Levi makes fun of me. All you guys front row could read my text. So I like to have it so when I don't have my glasses on. So this is all blank, blank to me. Second, oh, actually, sorry, I forgot about that one. Um, find examples in Christ. Like I said about Rob, about Sandra. Christina is a great example. Did you know that Christina has been working on, on, at a school campus in a public school? It's crazy. She's working in a public school and kids are getting saved. Isn't that crazy? Not really, because she's a, she's a person who, who loves Jesus. Ask her questions. What is she doing? Find, this is what you, you ladies, follow someone like that. Emulate someone like that. What Rob is doing, you guys, what Luke and what Aaron, go out to lunch with them. Talk to me. You know, emulate people that are emulating Christ. I love what Paul said. Super simple. In 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Are you surrounded by people that are following Christ and are being the example of Jesus Christ? Look around your friend group. When you're at school on Monday, look around your friend group. Are these people following Christ? Is that somebody I want to follow? Doesn't mean you don't have to be friends with them because you need to be friends with, with, with believers and non-believers. But who's going to be speaking into your life? Emulate people that emulate Christ. It's a great one. We always say find a mentor. Find someone to speak into your life. Do you know another great thing? Be a mentor. Speak into somebody else's life. If you're on fire for God, speak into someone's life. Be, be that person that you want. One of my... I don't know if it was Aaron, kind of cracks me up. My, the old youth pastor I worked for was, was uh, Adam, now it's Aaron, so I get him confused all the time. So one of them, um, okay, I just lost my train of thought, never mind. That whole Adam, Aaron thing throws me off all the time. Maybe I'll get back to it. All right, B, Ooh. another way, live out the fruits of the Spirit. What are the fruits of the Spirit? Funny story, I'll tell you. My son, we were a little kid, he was at camp, we were at church camp, and we study the fruits of the Spirit, and we get into the big sanctuary, and the pastor gets up, and the whole, whole congregation, there's probably four or 500 people there. What kids know any of the fruits of the Spirit? My son raised his hand. He's sitting there. I'm like, oh, this is my boy. I'm so excited. Raise his hand. They bring in the microphone in front of the whole group. Can you name a fruit of the Spirit? Apple. And we're like, what? Apple. Because what they did is they put all the fruits on, and they put the words on there. But it was, it was one of my favorite little stories. Anyways, what are the fruits of the Spirit besides apple? But the fruit, uh, Galatians 5, 22, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Have these be the characteristics of your life. Have these be what you live out. I do a... 
I don't wanna say a weekly check, but I do a check with myself. Am I living these out? Am I walking in the fruits of the Spirit? Am I a loving person? Am I a loving husband? Am I a loving father? Sometimes. I'm a great husband, just ask my wife. <laughs> um, sometimes. Am I a loving person? Do I love people for who they are? Do I love people for what, like I said earlier, for what I can get out of them? Do I love people like God loves people? Am I patient? I used to be the most patient person in the world. Kids make it hard sometimes. We have a new puppy, cute little puppy we've had for five weeks or so. I'm morning dad. My mornings aren't the same. I don't, I don't have a morning anymore. I have a morning that I'm chasing around this little guy. Sometimes it's super frustrating. I don't get to eat breakfast as often as I do because he's potty training and I got to watch him every minute. I go to make something, I look and he's gone. I'm like, oh gosh. All I want to do is pick him up and put him in a cage. But it doesn't work that way, so I have to have patience. Am I being patient with my puppy? Am I being patient with the people around me? Am I being patient with the customers that come into my store? Am I kind? Am I thoughtful? Am I kind to people around me? Am I gentle in my speech, or do I really just want to rip someone up? Because they really deserve it. Not really, but that's the way we think. They deserve it, but am I gentle in my speech? Do I show self-control? Anybody have a problem with self-control sometimes? Yeah. It's a tough one. Those are what you want to do. Have those be what your lifestyle is like. If you can live out what, what love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, if you can live those out, your life's going to be different. People are going to see a difference in you. And this is not joy. When someone asks you, how you doing? I'm good. Real joy. Don't fake it. Be real. Are you guys faithful people? If you say you're going to be somewhere, if you say you're going to do something, do you do it? If you tell your parents you're going to clean your room, you do it? Anyone? I have three children. I don't believe you. <laughs> they clean, you guys, do you guys clean your room when you want to or when your parents want you to? Do you do your dishes? Now, okay, I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, little hint here. Doing the dishes does not mean putting them in the sink for someone else to do later. That's, my, my daughter, love her to death, went, came home from college, complained about her roommates not doing their dishes the entire semester, comes home and just puts her dishes in the sink. Drives me. That's where I work on my patience. But it's the idea. Do you do what you say you do? That's what I want. Okay. All right. I want this to be your best year ever. That's the topic we're on. In order to do that, you need to live out those type of things. You need to be comfortable with who you are. My old youth pastor used to say, we're going to use Levi as an example. If I want to be like Levi, I'm only going to be the second best Levi there is. I can't be better than Levi is being Levi. I can try to dress like him. I can try to talk like him. I can try to act like him. I can do everything he does. But if I don't live out my own lifestyle, I'm never going to be the best at what I can be. Be who God created you to be. Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you. I praise you, Lord, that there will be authenticity in this room, that each one of these kids will be an authentic Christian living out their lives for you, Lord. 
living a lifestyle that's pleasing for you, Lord, living out the fruits of the Spirit, Lord, living out what it says in Romans 12, 9 through 18. Lord, I pray that you will be example, an example to them, that they will follow your example, Lord, that they will look for other people to follow, Lord, that you will put people in their lives to follow, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you're gonna set examples in their lives, Lord, that they can, they can emulate, Lord. And then, Lord, I pray that they become the examples for others, Lord. Each person in this room is gonna become an example for someone else and how to live out and how it is to be an authentic Christian. I thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. That was such a great message. If you are interested in connecting with us, please check out our website at theroxyacom slash youth or text TheRockYouthMS or TheRockYouthHS to 33222 for texting updates on everything we have going on here at The Rock Youth or follow us on Instagram at TheRockChurchYTH. We'll see you guys next time.